0: Okay, bochertov. And before we start the gemara, the new Gemara, we ended the last Gemara regarding uh, morning on cholamoid uh, and morning on um, regular morning kaloches. And Shelley had a question, so let's start with the question.
1: So the question is, yeah, uh, question is last Thursday's class. And on Shabbat as well, like rabbi defines Simcha as doing what you're supposed to be doing at that time. Something like that.
0: Yes. At, correct doing Hashem's me? will at, at, at the time, time that you're so, meant to do Hashem's so will the way He say, wants you to do it. Yes.
1: I really challenge with this definition. Okay, good. Because I think back and I say, okay, um, when you got married, yeah, you had your children, a bris. Uh, Baby naming, you walk your child down the chuppah. You certainly felt simcha, and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing at that time. I mean, I'm,
0: the whole I'm, I'm saying, it, 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 does, does I just want to make sure doing what Hashem wants you to do at that time or what the normal trajectory of life doing is? What
1: God wants you to do at that time, you want to, to happen, give your son okay, arrest, name your daughter, walking down in the, the chuppah, whatever you get married. You got simcha. You feel simcha. Then my father passed away, and I'm doing what God wants me to do. I made funeral arrangements. I um, sat shiva. You, you, you learn. You daven. You, you get a matzeva. Organized. You know. So you were doing so, what Hashem was telling you to do, do at that time. And I to tell you, it was nothing but sadness and sorrow. I wouldn't put simcha not in the same category. Let, let me just. Finish.
0: Okay. Okay. So I just have to make okay. a little reminder. So.
1: I, I contend that, that you know, society works and using, we use language, and we have a common understanding of what certain words mean. And it's based on the locale and what society accepts as the meaning of the word. And here I feel that we're using the word Simca in a different connotation than what generally is accepted in society. And I'm doing this Mishnah project, and a lot of times I come across and it says, Someone may say something and say, well, what did he really mean? Well, we, we assume he meant what society would normally interpret that to mean in the locale that they're in. Mm-hmm. So I think in general, I don't think any of us could honestly, honestly say to ourselves, we feel the same feeling when something happy as marrying off a child that we did burying a loved one. And we say, <laughs> And they say Menachem avilin. They're two different things and two different misses. So I don't think Simka applies in both. Very
0: that was, well. Uh, that was my email. Very yes. well um, formulated sorry. question. Yes.
1: Oh, and I also said, to give Rabbi credit. Um, I have no doubt the Rabbi has a valid meaning in his interpretation of Simcha. However, um, I think it maybe a bit obscuring yeah. up the common understanding. We'll, we'll find out. Okay, okay. Exactly going so, so, okay, it's we'll about three, there's, right there's about three, three
0: or four issues here, and I have, I'm have i trying to figure out, yeah, it would have been better if I would have seen the email, okay, <laughs> because, so but it's okay. It's, so okay, it's okay, okay. no, no. So let's start with the easier question. I do leave
1: totally so it 10 to a second, okay, it's okay,
0: hopefully we'll be done by then. Let me deal with the easier part of all the issues here. Okay, one thing you says, well, Gamora says... Well, it depends on what society accepts to say what this thing is. So that is not regarding emotions. Society will will call a um, uh, a cup in this place, this language, and in this place that that language. Okay, that's customary what you're calling items. Okay, you, you cannot say about um, basic Hebrew language. Okay, so that's. I, I take that part part out. Now, the fact that people have an incorrect definition of simcha, don't blame God on it. Okay, and uh, therefore we have to understand again what simcha really means and how people have distorted. And it's not just simcha; it's many words have been distorted, and that and that's why. Uh, When the Targum Shivim was written, the Septuagint was written, the Gemara says it was a dark cloud over the world for three days. Not really a dark cloud, but because the Torah cannot be properly explained. When you do any other language but Lashon Kodesh, by definition, you've distorted the Torah. Finished. And therefore, um, when we live in North America... Or you can even say simpler, when the non-Jews translated the Gideon Bible into English. Total distortion. English is, by definition, reflective of um, Western British society, whatever you want to say, and it reflects their uh, virtues and faults. And that comes through in the language. The fact you want to translate that into Hebrew... You are distorting the Torah when you do that. Now, what are we going to do? Not to do anything news We're not going to know anything. Okay, so we don't have a choice. But again, certain words should never be translated, and you have to explain what simcha means. And then you just say it's simcha. And when you say the word joy, that is not the definition of simcha. When the Torah gives you guidance in halach of what simcha is, they never meant that that's what it means. Okay, so the fact that people are going to attribute it and distort it don't blame the Torah on it and the Torah is not telling people to not have feelings which is going to be the next point I'm going to get to but I'll stop so you could ask
1: so I I know it's only a rabbi Google thing but I googled it and what I found and I don't know if you'll know for sure the word Simcha does not appear on the Torah it does where?
0: Uh, I'm not
1: saying you were
0: you, you were punished because you didn't serve Hashem with simcha. It's in Sefer Tzarm in the Tochacha. you will rejoice in your holidays. It's all, okay. all it's all okay. over the Torah. Okay. Dangers of looking up Google. Well,
1: I, I say I qualify. Yeah, as I'm just I,
0: saying, I, big I, dangers. It's okay. there all the time. Okay. <laughs> it's there all the time. Okay. And if you look um, it, look at the connotation the Simcha is always around some kind of spiritual understanding. That's not a salvation. Okay. And when it talks about non-Jewish happiness, it doesn't use Simcha. It uses words like wild levity. (coughs) And it it doesn't talk about the non-Jews ever having Simcha. Because they can't have Simcha. Okay. Because Simcha is a Jewish concept, and it applies to our relationship with Hashem. So it, it, yeah, maybe Google means it never said simcha by goyim. Okay, that you know, it talks about... It. It's a lot of other words for frivolity. When you go to a, a, a Maple Leafs game, and you're really happy they won, we call that hololus. We don't call that simcha. And if you call that simcha... When uh, when somebody... I'll give you an example. Somebody... Let me just use an example. Somebody graduates university, <laughs> graduates medical school. Parents will say, oh, mazel tov, it's a simcha. It's not a simcha. I'm not saying it's a tragedy, but it's not a simcha. You could say he accomplished something in life. He made his next step to helping human beings. We don't call it a simcha. People are calling a simcha. Why? Right? Because now he's made it. Now his parnasa is taken care of, and that's what the simcha is. To say Mazel Tov on that, it's, it's, it's it, you, you've, what's the word I'm looking for? You've totally misnomered
1: what a Simcha is.
0: But many secular Jews will feel that's a bigger Simcha than getting married. Right? You make a party and this and that. and all It's just Parnassah, man. Okay, so the fact that people have distorted what Simcha means, um, that's totally incorrect. When, when you're going to a Simcha, of a wedding. A wedding's a simcha. Why? Not necessarily because of the happy feelings. Because again, look, Ashibora, Sosom, V'simcha, Halagila, Rina, Ditsa, Chedva, Ava, Achva, Those are other words that can be, uh you, they're more emotional words. Simcha is when a person's getting married, he's for sure doing the thing that Hashem wants because until this point, He doesn't even have the Tzal Emelokim. A single person, Torah says, is not Tzal Emelokim. So so wouldn't you say the biggest Simcha is to be in the Tzal Emelokim? Doesn't mean you're happy, but you now are a human being, which is the best thing you can be in your life. Okay? And that's why Simcha is consistent with that. V'somachta b'chadecha. You are Connecting to Hashem during the holiday. You're being where you're supposed to be. You're in Yerushalayim for the holidays. You are um, taking in the spiritual energies of freedom that is so necessary for a person to have and he's you're doing the thing you're supposed to be doing at this time. But that Simcha, again, and that's where Umamish commanded. There's some you are commanded and some it's just a reality. You know, um, now, Dov'n can't give you a command because he's not God, but he's giving a strong suggestion that you should be always besimcha. On, on a yantif, you have a chif, you have a mitzvah to be besimcha, which means to say what? You have a mitzvah to really know that you are doing what you're supposed to be doing at this time. Now, every day, it's not a biblical obligation it's a very good way of living your life. But we're not going to say uh, it, it's a, a biblical obligation and you're sinning if you're not besimko. It says a lot about the person. But there, sometimes you are obligated. Um, at a wedding, you're obligated. The chosn is the It doesn't mean he cracks jokes and, 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 and does it. It means he, sa- he, he, he uh, in- uh, makes he makes he makes it clear to the wife that I'm, it's such a, a tremendous thing that we now are doing the Ratz HaShem. And why does he have to be I'm going to get very brutally honest here. Why is he have be her? Because a Frumbeis Yaakov girl, you know, the whole idea of a man penetrating his body into a woman is not a pleasant thing for a woman. It's not. And there's so many sexual issues that go on in marriages. Many women do not like it. They're not happy with it. They have to do it. It's one of their jobs. The husbands are sex maniac. Whatever it is. Men have big libidos. Women don't. So, and like, what do they care to do this? It's not that thrilling for them. So he has to be Do you understand? We're doing the thing that Hashem wants. It's such a beautiful thing. We are becoming creators. It's not it cracks jokes and they, they just laugh. He says this is so amazing. I appreciate so much of you that we have to, that we're doing this, and I know it's not going to be so easy. There's no such thing as an easy wedding night for women who are who are virgins. It's a terribly painful experience for them, and the Torah knows it. As opposed to what the Muslim and Christian world did to women. Okay, so you have to be Not oh, happy, happy, happy. It's to know this is so beautiful that we are doing the Ratzon Hashem, and I appreciate so much that you are willing to physically stretch yourself that we could do the will of Hashem and we could be the Tzalum Aluki, and that's the mitzvah of the sameacher. So that, the Torah is consistent in every area of what it means. Humanity has, uh, you know, unfortunately, so many aspects of Yiddishkeit. Now, long ago people understood this. But Hashem said, You know why you're getting destroyed? Because you weren't Basimcha. Now, based on you, you're oh, not you, but the colloquial said, Why should I be destroyed? Because I'm not happy. No, you don't feel that living your life is doing the will of Hashem. If you don't think that, and, and that you're not f- finding fulfillment, that I'm always doing the thing I'm supposed to do in my relationship with if that's not on the charts, then of course you're going to do millions of Averos and you're going to be destroyed for that. Not because you weren't happy. Now, nah, that, that is clear. So the fact that... So therefore, when you're getting married, the Simcha, I will not use the word joy, because joy just doesn't mean anything. Okay? You, you are now so satisfied... That you are doing you have a feel a feeling that I'm Mamish doing the will of Hashem. And here's Hashem. The Shekhinah now is in my life. that's such a great feeling to know that I'm doing what I meant to do in my relationship with a Kurdish Guess what? That exact same feeling is when you're taking care of a a parent who's dying. It's no different. And you said, I thank you, Hashem, that I'm Mamish. I'm so besimcha, but not the way we translate it. So besimcha, I you know I'm mamish, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Exactly what I'm doing. I'm being able to emulate the Creator. The Creator buries the dead, and I bury the dead. I am being godly. At this point in time, this is the godly thing to do. There could be nothing better than sitting Shiva for my Father. That being said, there's a whole other aspect. And the other aspect is, but after all, I'm a human being. After all, I'm a human being. Okay? After all, I have feelings of sadness. That's not a contradiction to have feeling of sadness and being besimcha. That's that's the uniqueness about a Jew who can hold both ideas. It's not, oh, I'm sad, I hate God. I don't, feel, I don't feel connected, I don't feel I have purpose, I don't feel this. I loved my father and I got to see him every day and now that I can't see him every day and now it's something missing in my life. and this, That can all be true. But it doesn't mean to say you shouldn't be the Simcha. You did everything you're supposed to do. You're mourning for him, you're giving him COVID. You're, you're not uh, distracting yourself from it. And you have a real simcha knowing that you are doing exactly the and Hashem at this time and to the best that you can. And that means I'm fulfilling my own being at this point in time. Every minute is another moment of eternity. When you do the will of Hashem at this time, that moment is eternalized and that becomes your Olam Haba forever. That's simcha. It's consistent throughout the Torah. You know, But and, and when you don't have that, when you don't, what's the opposite of that? It would be Yogon. Yogon is um, despair, like, I'm not doing... Well, how do you feel when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing at this time? Right? And, that, and that's why the, uh, the, the prophet said, your days will change from Simcha to Yogon. Yogon means that you're not... Not, I'm, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing now. We're not in the, not in the base on How could I be doing what I'm supposed to be doing now? This, this is terrible. Now, the fact that we have feelings and emotions, the Torah doesn't say you're not allowed to emote. It doesn't say you're not allowed to emote. And that's why when you're making the bracha, that's what I was saying before, when you make the bracha die in MS, besimcha, the way we define it, You still rip your garments to not deny your feelings. I can be feeling terrible. I can be feeling devastated. But I can be besimcha at the same time. You have to know the mind has a lot of compartments. So there's one compartment that all your emotions. And there's no reason to deny that. that That's a reality. So you say, okay, I love my father. I feel devastated. Feel it. Rip your garment. <laughs> Tell us how you feel. But please don't forget. You have to be Basimcha. What does that mean? You are doing the best thing you could be doing right now. You couldn't be doing anything better than what's happening. Now because you believe. That Hashem is good and kind. And what he's doing at this point in time. There could be nothing better than that. And. Therefore, we have to know what the real meaning of a simcha is. So when you go to weddings and, oh, that was a great simcha because the music was so loud I couldn't hear anything. Okay, that's not a simcha, that's hololush. And that's why you have gemaras where when the rabbis thought things were getting a little bit out of hand, he took a glass and broke it. Oh, what happened? Let's calm down. Let's, let's not change this from a simcha to a holulus. Now, if you understand what a real simcha is, then why do you have to uh, spend so much money on a simcha with all the bells and whistles for this other kind of faux simcha? Right? The real simcha is the chassan and together. <coughs> the real simcha is the mitzvah to be masamech them because the, the, the man and the woman, they're going through a dramatic change in their lives. And it's they're scared. They're scared. So what do we keep saying That You're doing the Ratzon of Hashem. You should know how lucky you are. That's mesameach, Oson Vakala. Your mom is doing the Ratzon of Hashem. I know it's scary. You're going to feel like you're being raped? Because, I mean, a firm girl does not, you know, go to raves and, 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 and you know, <laughs> plays or, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not good for our, 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 our development. It's a time to work on yourself. And now comes a whole new stage in life. Bonding with another person, it's very scary. People can be nervous, whatever. And therefore, that's where the idea of being the sameach them comes. A bris. It's a simcha. And the mothers start crying. The baby's crying. You're hurting the baby. Okay, you want to feel that way? You can feel it. We're not going to deny your feelings. But you understand that this is what it means to be a Jew. It could be nothing better for this baby than to get a bris mila. That's why it's its a simcha. And we're obliged to be happy at these times. These simchas are really scary times. You know, as the mothers, that's why women never went to a bris. No such thing as a mother going to a bris. What does she have to hear the baby crying for? What do you have to give her a, you know, the, the, the bris is in the shul, we come back, what well, time of we come back, she stops crying. She has to hear this? What for? Oh no, equality. Women have to be part of the simcha. What what for? And then they're so sad. <laughs> what are you drinking a cup? But look at everything that is really called a simcha. You know, that that is amazing. And that, so, right, so now, okay, I think that really answers your question. Yeah, excellent. But, so now, to dovetail the <laughs> other issue, I but, while I already have question. you, uh, and if you can't stay, you'll hear the tape. But the other issue, you sent me another email where you're saying about, you're a kaifer if you don't believe that this is the better thing. And you said, why does that mean... Well, I think we really answered a lot of what you asked. If, we, if you go back to that other email.
1: Yeah, yeah, I
0: think this is but to, but to, no one's denying that it's not painful. No one is denying that what's going on in Israel is painful and anyone who denies it is cruel. It's very emotionally hard. But at the same time, you have to be simcha knowing that we are in a position right now we have to make sure to do exactly what Hashem wants us to do at this time. And if I know I'm doing exactly what I'm meant to do at this time. And if this means I'm meant right now to give my life up for Hashem. This, this is the Ratzon Hashem. Doesn't mean to say that you can't feel sad. You can't feel pain. But you also know that I'm doing exactly what Hashem wants me to do. And for, you, for a person to say and to not have that kind of simcha. means you're a kaifer. Because it means you deny that God is putting you in the right situation in life. There's many levels of kaifer. Denying that God exists is a kaifer. But denying that God is not in control and is not doing exactly what has to be done at this time, although it's very painful for us. If you're denied, you can say, I'm sad. You can say, I'm sad. I'm feeling sad. I'm a human being. Good. But you also have to be besimcha when you're feeling sad, knowing that this, although you don't understand why, there couldn't be anything better for you at this time. Because Hashem is it all orchestrated. And only later we see, wow, I couldn't believe, I, I never could believe that this was such a good thing at the time, right? But for one to say, it's not so, it's not good. Which means to say, either Hashem hates you, or Hashem can't do anything, or Hashem's not aware. That's all fear so you're not a coifer if you're crying in your sand. You're not a coiffer. I gotta run, but if you
1: don't feel its kindness
0: You have to you have to know the know kindness. You,
1: know you, have you have to, to know
0: the kindness. You have to know that kindness. Hashem is just like I was very happy that the doctor eight years ago cut me up to pieces to get the cancer out. I was in so much pain, it was unbelievable. But I was so grateful to the doctor who gave me all that pain. Right? So that's one I could see. I could see the benefits to it. Just because you can't see the benefits means it shouldn't, you shouldn't feel the same. You shouldn't understand the same way. That's, okay. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, very good. One, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Now you have to chew on, you can send me another email. respond. Yeah, can respond. Right. It's, well, it's, it's, it's called good productive discussion. Yes, okay, we so. got a few more minutes. Let's just start. The next subject, I'm telling you, what I just shared with you, I would say 90% of Jews don't understand no, this. That's correct. That's no? sure. They don't understand this. We, I don't think any of us really understood it. Till well, end I'm, end I'm just okay, saying, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Right, no one's saying, oh, oh, I'm so happy that my mother died. No, that's not. Yeah, so yeah. You have to understand there's emotions is one place in your mind. And then understanding the MS is another place in your mind. And your mind can hold both of those ideas. If they train you, that needs training. That's also why, while we're on the topic, <laughs> this explains why are there so many childhood diseases that do not happen when you get older. Let's go before before all the, what do you call it, the vaccinations. Okay. Right. Uh, tuberculosis. What was the other ones? Uh, polio. 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 A few more, uh, smallpox, yeah. measles, yeah. mums, but, moms, but they're all when you're young. Anybody, any scientists know why? No, I can only tell you what the data says. Okay, isn't that weird, that creation, nature, whatever you call it? Little kids get this, but when you're a grown-up, you don't get polio when you're... If you didn't get polio when you were a kid, you're not getting it when you're an older person. We call them childhood diseases. Why the childhood diseases? So a child at a young age has to know this world is not just for fun. Child has to know and contend with suffering from a young age and to learn to overcome it and to realize that's what life is. Not to be pampered. Now, does that mean it was sinful for doctors to come up with the uh, vaccines? No. But you still have to make sure the kid gets the lesson. Right? And and and, and that's part of the ruts and Hashem. Obviously, the ruts Hashem is to heal the sick. No question about it. So when there was a certain time in life, Hashem said, so we don't need that science. Right now, Jews will believe and it will work. And whatever reasons, children are meant to die at young ages. You know, Gilgul and all these other things. Those are other ideas. But to realize... We can't control that everything is going to be perfect. And at a young age, you got to realize, you know, the kid says, how come I'm not feeling good? Well, you know, Hashem's in charge, and He wants you to know, you know, life isn't always going to be a bed of roses. The Hashem, you'll get better. And learn from a young age to daven Hashem to heal you. And not to be pampered a whole life. And we have to shelter the children from any uh, things that could get them a little stressed. <clears throat> No, you don't shelter them you You live it with them and teach them how to overcome the stress now the modern the modern psychology says no stress for the kids. no stress they grow up to be snowflakes, and then when it gets a little hot, they melt and th- and this is uh this is what's happening to the world that's the problem. You have to realize that suffering. As I said in yesterday's class, God gave us three great gifts, Eretz Yisroel, olam haba, and Torah, they all come with suffering. Yeah. Just because you're suffering doesn't mean you shouldn't be Simcha. Yeah?
1: So vaccinations actually are going against Hashem? No, no, no. It's not going well, against no, answer that. No, Why do
0: I, we bother with because it? Because if so Hashem has brought us this technology and we can help human life, then we should do it. But just know, Hashem will shift the challenge somewhere else. Don't, in other words, it didn't, it didn't remove the challenges. There are different sicknesses in this world. Oh, of course. Emotional sickness. Wow. Okay. So, in other words... And then I
1: have psychiatrists for
0: that. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it's not like you have bullying now. You have different sufferings that go on. You see? So, it's like God said, okay, not going to get tuberculosis, not get that, but you get shamed and you get bullied and all these emotional issues, which is also a terrible sickness. And they have to learn how to contend with that. Right. So, okay, God says, okay, it, it, my will is no one needs to get tuberculosis anymore. No one needs to get anymore, that's fine. Why do you think, who came up, who, who told the scientists what the cure is?
1: Yeah, of course. Hashem. Hashem. Yes, of so course.
0: obviously, they could have tried, Hashem would not give them the cure. If Hashem gave him the cure, he says, now is the time you can have the cure. But don't think little children aren't going to have issues they're going to have to suffer with as little children. And now it's different issues. Now it's, you didn't win the hockey game. Now, 200 years ago, kids weren't playing games. Playing they weren't outside. playing competitive games. Yeah. But now it's only competition to have competition. Dad, and kid loses, he cries all night. We lost him. There's some That's new sicknesses. Shemra new no sicknesses for whatever reason he wants those challenges to come. Okay. okay. Thank you. Well, well, time well spent. Yes. Okey-dokey. Yes.